0: Welcome everyone to the High Vibe Podcast. I am actually really excited for this episode. I was recently on one of my friend's podcasts, Kendra's Corner. She is a Tony Robbins coach. Her podcast is amazing. Go check it out. I will link it in the show notes as well. But I was a guest on her podcast episode, so she actually interviewed me And we talked all the things about my journey, personal growth, social media, what it was like becoming a full-time content creator, like what did that journey look like, the financial sides of being a content creator, dealing with like judgment and trolls and on social media and all of that stuff. We talked about confidence and facing your fears, like so many good things. I just listened to this episode and I was like, wow, this is a really really freaking good episode. I just was like in such a good mood when it was recorded too and I I hope that it translates and comes across that way as well and you guys can feel that energy. This there's so much value in this episode specifically whether or not you want to be a content creator. It really it, there's so many personal growth lessons in there but especially if you want to be any type of entrepreneur, this is definitely a must listen to. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Don't forget if you vibe with these podcasts, if you like it, please share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram stories, or if you could leave a thoughtful review so this podcast can really grow and reach the people that it needs to reach. Like I really want to impact as many people as possible and I can't do that without you. And I can't thank you enough for all of the continued support. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it be Spotify or iTunes, I don't know where else this podcast is posted or where else you'd be listening to it. But if you would leave a thoughtful review and share it on your Instagram, that would mean the world to me because you're the reason I show up. You're the reason why I'm here. And so I thank you guys so much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for those who want to go deep on topics such as entrepreneurship, personal growth, social media, wellness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, retired corporate girl turned full time online influencer and entrepreneur. There's no gatekeeping here, just real and raw conversations that are meant to raise your vibe and elevate your life. Are you ready? Let's go.
1: Today, I have a very special guest that I'm excited to introduce. Her name is Tori Nishino. Did I say that right? Yes, Tori Nishino. (laughs) Tori Nishino. She is a retired corporate girl turned full-time content creator and entrepreneur. She is the host of the High Vibe Podcast, a podcast dedicated to elevating women in all areas of their life from wellness, mindset, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. She loves to share her real and raw life with her followers and empower her community through positive and uplifting content related to dance, mindset, and lifestyle. So I am so excited to get into it.
0: I'm excited to finally finally catch up and be on your podcast.
1: I know. I know. So me and Tori have... Literally never met in person. I think you were my first like social media friend or or person that I saw like pursuing content creation. And um, I was so inspired by you, like just from the get go and like leaving your corporate job and just your whole story. Oh,
0: I mean, I can't. I can't believe still that we haven't met in person. It's kind of crazy how like the internet works. Like, obviously, social media, you know, gets a bad rap for so many different reasons. Yeah. But I have so many of my closest friends I met from social media, you know. And I feel like if we were in the same city, we would be best friends. Oh,
1: like- I know. I are <laughs> all the time. Tori's like always at the beach, like playing yeah. uh, what volleyball. You love volleyball and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know. I just love your vibe. And I just, I love that social media has allowed me to connect with so many other people that I literally never would have crossed paths with. Like, it's like such a crazy and awesome time to be alive. You know, like the fact that I can connect with someone like on the other side of the country or on the other side of the world and just like have really deep conversations with them like that. I don't know. It's such a beautiful thing.
1: I know. It's such a blessing just to see like even the peak in in someone's life and like learn from, you know, like continually grow and evolve and learn from someone else's life.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Well, I'd love to just like take us through like your story. So like what did you do before content creation? And then what did that look like when you were like, I'm out, like this is not for me anymore. Kind of take us through that.
0: Okay. So I think I'll just go back from when I was in the corporate world. I used to work in finance. I think when we were talking, I think I was still doing my full-time job or I would just recently quit. I can't remember. But I was basically working the corporate grind, planning on climbing the corporate ladder, quickly realized that it was not for me and it was not the path that I wanted to take. I was also very addicted to Adderall. And long story short, I got off that medication, was fully prescribed, to all of it, by the way. And I got off the medication. One of the hardest things I ever did in my entire life was getting off that that damn Adderall. And shortly after that, I started getting really into health and fitness because it was something that helped me get off of Adderall, was like really just like fueling my body. I remember watching a Tony Robbins YouTube video about the alkaline diet. And I started like really Ooh. using those principles and just working out, not to look a certain way, but just to gain natural energy and to feel good. And then within two weeks of making that decision and, and being off the Adderall, I found beach body coaching, which is so funny. It feels like a lifetime ago. Oh,
1: yeah. And I, I started you were doing getting, that. Yeah.
0: I started doing beach body coaching, and I really and it's an MLM. But honestly, I had the most amazing experience with it, and I learned so much. And the community within that company, like at least the team that I was on, was insane. Like it was so supportive. I got pushed out of my comfort zone. I got stretched in a mil- in a million ways. I never did any type of camera photo shoots. I didn't know anything about social media at all. The first time I ever did a video, I cried. So (laughs) being, being Mm -hmm. mentored for free and pushed outside my comfort zone of learning how to share my story, learning how to write captions, learning how to post on social media and just share myself and really start to brand myself. I learned so much and I knew that it wasn't going to be the end all be all for me, but I, I knew that it was that stepping stone, and it was something that really, really excited me. And I looked at it as an opportunity to gain all these skills, and it, I was having a lot of fun doing it. And it was my way out. It was my way to be able to make money on the side and then eventually build that up and get out of the corporate world because I had no idea how to start a business at all. Like, yeah. and the thought of it was daunting. Like, it was very. I had a very old school mentality. I wasn't really knowledgeable about the digital realm with like low startup costs. I thought like, oh, you need like a hundred thousand dollars to invest to start a business, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like a brick and mortar business. So I I wasn't really educated and I had no entrepreneurs or mentors in my family, anyone to look to. So this really taught me all the skills about online marketing, social media, building a brand, coaching people, mentoring people, leading a team, all like sales, all of that stuff that I never would have learned. And I eventually got to that point where I made a plan. I used that opportunity to get out of my corporate job. And that took about three years to do, to get out of my corporate job. And I was doing it and, and having a lot of fun doing it and pretty successful at it. But there was this moment where I just felt like I was pushing a lot and mm-hmm. I, I lost the joy in it. And I wasn't yeah. having fun anymore. And I, I, but I'm such a hard worker that I was like, well, maybe it's cause I haven't hit this goal yet, or I haven't achieved this. And if I work harder and I achieve these things, then I'll be happy. And so I was like working and working and working and pushing and pushing and pushing. And I just kept on feeling like I was like up against a brick wall, like, and I didn't know where to go. And I was like, I put all of this time and all of this effort into building this thing. And Now I I don't even think it's what I want anymore, but I didn't know what I want at all. Mm -hmm. And long story short, one of my friends got me, showed me one of my now dear friends, Vanessa Seco's Instagram page, who's a shuffler. And he was like, you need to do this. And I looked at her and I was like, I could never do that. (laughs) She's, (laughs) She's an incredible dancer. But I remember I was like super creepy and I just like scrolled all the way down to where she started. And I saw like four years before that, I was like, Hey, I mean... She, she was wow. always like she always yeah. like was innately gifted, but you could tell she put in the time and the effort and all of that stuff, and she definitely got to where she was today because of all of the time and effort and hard work she put in. And at this moment, I had a growth mindset, so I was already used to being a beginner at again. I. I sucked on camera. I was terrible. Like recording a podcast episode, literally my biggest nightmare. But I got to the point where I was like comfortable being a beginner again. And I'm like, this is the worst that it's ever going to be. So I just started doing it because I loved, I love dance music. And it was something that really excited me. And so I was like, Hey, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And I started documenting my journey. And I look back and I kind of like cringe. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like that's where <laughs> I started. But I just kept on Posting on social media, I eventually started taking, she started teaching, I started taking classes, meeting other people, really immersing myself in the community. And I was just having fun, just having fun. There was absolutely no real end goal with it. It was something that just truly brought me joy. And then COVID hit. And everyone just, everything shut down. Yeah, And I continued to kind of have that practice. I was still doing coaching, but I continued to have that. I'm going to go out and shuffle in my garage for 30 minutes and just listen to good music and have fun. And I was sharing it on social media and me and my boyfriend started getting into TikTok. And then before I knew it, like things started to really grow and take off. And there was like a couple of videos that started to really like gain traction And I started to really grow and I was having a lot of fun doing it. And I got noticed by a talent scout on America's Got Talent.
1: Yes, that was freaking epic that time.
0: (laughs) Which was crazy because I was like maybe a year into shuffling at this point. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I remember thinking that that was a scam. I was like, there's no way that I actually (laughs) like, this isn't a real person. But I looked her up on LinkedIn and checked the email. I was like, okay, this is a legit email. (laughs) And we had we sent in an audition tape for america's got talent and i put together a shuffle team we made it to the live auditions made as quarter finalists but we were putting in so much time there was like 10 of us on this team we were putting so much time into this that i wasn't able to put as much time into the coaching business even though it was burning me out and exhausting me like i just didn't even have the time anymore to do it and I started to get a little bit of brand deals, just like here and there, just like mm-hmm. random ones, nothing that was like anything too crazy, but just like a, an easy like $500. I was like, okay, like, yeah. th- you know, like that's <laughs> obviously like not gonna pay rent, but like that was like something, especially for where I was at. And I remember one of my friends put me in touch with her friend who got into human design reading. I don't know if you're familiar with human design. Yeah. Love it. I'm a generator. I I was like, you're a generator for sure. Um, And I got on this human design reading and this was May of like 2021, I believe. And she spent a whole like hour and a half going through my whole chart with me and basically telling me that my key sign is joy. And I should follow the things that bring me joy and spark joy, even if they don't make sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when there's stress or resistance or burnout, those are signs that those doors are closing. Like that's not the path for me. And I'm so used to white knuckling my way through things, like just stubbornness, you know, like that I, I didn't realize that that was just the universe telling me like, this is not the path for you. Like,
1: you know,
0: like follow what's making you happy, but I had no idea this whole world of, you know, being a digital creator, what that looks like. And I remember telling like the universe, like sitting in meditation after that human design call, I just made a decision. I was like, okay, I am going to send an email to all my clients and all my coaches, everyone on my team and just close it up and just take a step back wow. and go all in with content creation, even though I have no freaking clue what I'm doing or what it's going to look like. And doing that like really solidified it for me and my decision. And I sent that email literally a week after that, I had a video that just popped off and it went over like 30 million. It got wow. me 10 million on TikTok. My Instagram started to blow up. Like everything literally blew up within a couple weeks of making that decision. And so I took that, even though I like, it wasn't monetizing or anything at that point, I took that as a sign that that was the right decision. I was like, okay, thank you for the proof.
1: That's amazing. Seriously.
0: And then I got signed with an agent who is amazing. And I got signed with that agency and that year, like, Deals just kept on coming in more and more opportunities. The growth started happening. Like I remember I just started making money that I didn't even know existed in this realm. I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: for one
0: video, like, you know, and like, so I, that's just kind of like how it started. It took off. And then last year was my first year doing it full time with my boyfriend. And we went all in, we crossed like the six figure mark, like, you know, pretty like significantly for our first year, which. In Santa Monica, you know, and it's our only income, like only goes so far, but I was freaking stoked about it. Like I didn't even know that like that was possible and to do it as your, my first year as a content creator, like I was super stoked about it. So now we're in 2023 and continuing to grow, continuing to pivot. Like I want to start offering other digital programs and online courses and really mentoring people that want to be content creators. Like that's something that I'm really passionate about is teaching other people about this space was it, which is why I wanted to like relaunch my podcast and kind of like empower people to either make money on the side or just like live their best life. So that's a long story, but that's kind of how I got to
1: where I am now. No, that's, that's seriously amazing. And one thing that I just always noticed, like just from your page and what you were creating is like the courage you had to keep showing up. And that's not easy. And that's something that so many people just give up or like, they'll be like, Oh, well, you know, I, I showed up for a month and I didn't really get anything back. And it's like, okay, a month, like what? You think you're going to build a whole community in a month? Like it takes yeah. a, you a know, long time to do that. So like, what, like, did you have doubts along the way? Like what, oh. what, what kept you keep going to be like, I'm doing it anyways. Like despite the doubts.
0: Yeah. There's been multiple times where I could have quit. <laughs> like where it was yeah. just that was the easy thing was to give up. And I think immersing myself into a lot of personal development and working on my mindset, like I remember we talked about me going to UPW, when I first went and like I listened to a lot of Tony Robbins, I've read a lot of books. And so I just started to really work on my mindset and realize that there's going to be those ups and downs and those roller coaster rides, you know. And most people quit. And most people quit right before they see any fruits of their labor, you know, and there was an opportunity even last year when we were still, we were making good money, but as far as growth on social media, which when you're a content creator, like that's, that's the thing that you're really going for is you're trying to constantly grow, you know, other platforms, grow your community, grow your reach, grow your influence. That's what, you know, and, and that's like ultimately the goal. And there was like a day, not a day, a year where I was losing like hundreds and hundreds of followers every day. And I don't know if they were like cleaning up like bots or whatever, or if just people weren't vibing with what I was putting out anymore, like whatever the case may be. But like, I mean, it was like just a negative decline for an entire year. And it was to the point where like, I had so much massive growth. And then all of a sudden algorithms change, things change. And my content isn't getting seen by anyone. Wow. And this isn't like a glitch where it's just happening like one time, like this was happening for a whole year. We're like, we're putting so much work, so much energy, all of this stuff into creating this content. And it's just like crickets, you know,
1: and you are still creating like, I'm still creating.
0: Yeah. And you're, and I'm still creating because it's one, I love it and I love doing it. I love creating. And also like, I started to just kind of like detach myself from the outcome and the numbers and the vanity metrics of it all. Cause it's really easy to get caught up into that. Oh, yeah! Especially when you're working with brands and like, that's what they're asking for, you know, like they're asking for all those vanity metrics. So it's like, it's your job to like, keep up with it. But I started to really just detach myself from it. And me and my boyfriend always have this thing. Like when we mm-hmm. go out and shoot content, mm-hmm. we always talk about keeping the vibe tie. We're like, we're having fun. We get to do this, Mm. whether this video goes viral or not, like it doesn't matter. Like we're having fun. And we just started making that shift and infusing that into our content is like, I'm going to have fun no matter how this performs. And so I think to get back to your question of like the doubts, the amount of doubts, because I'm not like an innately confident person, but the amount of doubts and opportunities that I had to quit are endless. And I think it's one of those things It's something that I like to talk about because I think. From the outside looking in, people think that it's just easy for everyone. Like, oh, oh. Like, it's so easy. And I'm like, there's so much shit behind sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to cut. Oh, yeah. There's, go so, for there's, it. So, <laughs> there's so much shit that happens behind the scenes. And a lot of the times the reason that the people are seeing the success that you want is just because they don't quit at the end yeah. of the day.
1: Truly. Like, and what if it can be that simple, really, of just like continuing to show up and believe in it more than the people watching do yet, like you got to believe in your vision and yes. your why, like more than anyone else. And yes, I love that you guys are just about like, let's just keep the vibe high and like have fun. And this is a hobby because it is so easy to, to get into the metrics and mm-hmm. compare. I know on social media, that um, yeah. especially as you're growing and you're seeing other people grow. It's like a challenge within itself.
0: It really is. And I think at the end of the day, when things get really hard or you're faced with like a quote unquote failure, it's, it it really is a perspective and a mindset shift at the end of the day. Like you can choose to look at it as like, a, oh, I suck or this isn't working out or this isn't for me, mm-hmm. but it's for other people. Like you can tell that story to yourself and it's the truth if that's what you believe in. Or you can shift that narrative and say, okay, maybe this isn't working out. Maybe there's an opportunity to shift or do something different or pivot, either, either changing your mindset and reframing the whole story that you're telling yourself or doing something tactically and changing your strategy, changing the way that you're approaching things, changing the way that you're, you're doing the thing, you know? And so I think and those are the times when you really, when you really look back, those are the defining moments, like all of the hardships, all of the challenging moments. Those are the times when you like make shit happen, you
1: know? Yes. It's not when
0: like everything's just a breeze. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like when you're forced to grow, like you have no other option, you know? And it's sometimes, I know Tony always shares like, sometimes you need to reach that level of pain in your life to where you're like, no more, not another day, not another minute. Like, I need a change. So this is my only option to do it. So it's like, great, mm-hmm. go and grow, like push yourself.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: As far as so I always see your videos, you you dancing in public. And I know you've shared like your, you know, you've shared a lot of just because I'm like, here's the content doesn't mean like I'm freaking out beforehand, or I'm scared or you know, that's like next level brave. I don't know. I don't even know if I, I don't I've never done that. But <laughs> share with me about that. And that journey with that
0: one just creating content when you're not naturally confident in front of the camera is already scary doing it when there's people watching you doing it is like sometimes you feel like you're gonna die (laughs) um newslash i'm still alive you're not gonna die um but it and it's one of those things where like i remember the first time we ever did a photo shoot or did videos out in public i had a mental breakdown like I remember like I was just like crying like telling my boyfriend I wanted to leave or I wanted to go find a place where there was like no one around and he was like constantly pushing me like it's going to be fine like people are going to watch you you're taking photos you're taking videos on public people are going to watch you it's fine like but it's hard to feel confident when you're so in your head and not necessarily just in your head like there's literally people watching you and like you don't know what's going on but you're like They're probably judging the shit on me right now, you know? Mm And so it was one of those things where it's just repetition over Mm -hmm. and over and over. And I don't know your take on confidence, but I I heard this from Mel Robbins and I really like subscribe to this belief is that confidence is a skill that you develop through repetition. And there are some people that just innately are like, I got this. I'm the most confident being in the world. I can do this. And then there's, you know, people like me who... I don't have, that's not my first thought. Like when I see someone do something, my first thought is not like I could do that, you know? And so for me, the things that I started to get confident in, it's because I did it. Over and over and over again. Like, I'm sure you're really confident in brushing your freaking teeth, right? Like, you're like, I do this with my eyes closed. So, it was one of those things where I just kept on doing it over and over again. I kept on getting more and more comfortable or uncomfortable and finding comfort in that discomfort of going out shooting in public over and over and over again. We just got done with a shoot. We're on a hike at the top. There's 15 people. We were doing all these different shoots, watching us the entire time for like two hours. (laughs) And I, at that point, like I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. But it's not such a linear process because sometimes there are times where I do still get in my head to this day and I just push through it and I Mm -hmm. keep on going. And I realized like I'm probably never going to see these people ever again. Like who cares, you know? And like a lot of the times, like the negative things that you think that they're thinking about you it's just all in your head. Like they're yeah, not actually yeah. thinking that. Um, but I like to share that because especially as for content creators or anyone when you're starting off something new, it's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to feel scary and you might suck, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then that's that's that. And you just keep on going and showing up. And eventually you're going to get to a point one day where you do it enough times where you're like, oh, I can't believe I ever thought this was hard, you yeah. know? So it's just one Truly. of those things that- that that's like my take on it is like just that repetition and getting comfortable being uncomfortable and stretching it a little bit more every day.
1: Yeah. That's so good. And just like your story is so powerful and just what you're continuing to do and like show up, like you put in the work and um, continue to grow on like such an amazing level and like your, your energy and your vibe, like through dancing and everything. I love watching it. Um, And for people listening who let's say they, they know, okay, I want to get out of my comfort zone. Like I want to start, you know, creating and they, you know, always the first question is how do I do it? So what would you say are some of like the, maybe the basic first steps to like create a strategy or, you know, learn how to create content? What would you point them to, or maybe start with?
0: Oh, this is a good one because my take might be a little bit different than being so like stringent on like having a strategy or finding the right hashtags. Mm-hmm. The way I think about it is I I think energy at the end of the day is the most important part. And so if you want to be a creator, you know, a, whether whether it's an artist, a digital creator, like anything, like you got to do what brings you joy. And you got to do what makes you happy. And not to say that there's not going to be hardships and lots of challenges you know at the end of the day but it's like the big picture is what i'm talking about and so for some creators i th- i think everything can work i think if you want a high production value like very sim- cinematic very heavily edited type of videos that can work and that can be amazing if you just want to get out your iphone and just like rant and tell a story that can work. If you want to do your makeup in front of the camera, that can work. And so I think what matters at the end of the day is like, what type of content do you want to create? If you want to be a content creator, like, what do you want it to be about? And one thing that I do, I actually do this like every couple months as I just get out a big piece of paper in my notebook And I write my name down, like just in the center. I circle Mm -hmm. it. And then I just, it's like a brain dump of everything that I'm interested in, every story that I want to tell, any hobbies that I like, anything that I want to get into. And I kind of just make this little mind map of all of the things that just make me me. Because I don't think that anyone has to put themselves in the box. Like You can talk about like a niching strategy and like, oh, you have to be in this area and all that stuff. And if that's something that you ultimately want to do and you want to put yourself there, that's fine. But if you're someone who's like, I'm a multifaceted human being and I have lots of interests and like there's a million things that interest me, Mm -hmm. that can work too. And so I think it's super freeing in that aspect that like anything can work. It's about figuring out what works for you. And that might mean you got to try out a bunch of stuff. You know, you got to try out, like you got to try out maybe doing trends. You got to try out maybe talking to the camera. You got to try out, just try a bunch of stuff. And I, what I would say is don't attach yourself to how it performs. Mm. Attach yourself to how much fun you had doing it.
1: (laughs) Because at the end of the day, because at the
0: end of the day, if it performs really well, but you fucking hated it, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like that's, only going to last so long. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to hate doing it. And you're going to resent doing this. So what I think matters the most is like, how much fun do you have doing it? How much fun do you have editing that? How much fun do you have on that topic? And just know that it might take some time for that to reach the right people, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to work out. If you don't see those results immediately, I think the patience game is so huge. And if this is a route that you want to go down, just like anything, like any journey that you want to start. If it's something that you really want to start, you have to have the patience to see it through. Yeah. You know, and not giving up after one month, two months, three months, one year. That's... I don't know if I gave any. No, I love, like,
1: mind map. I love that. Yeah. Like just like blank, ca- like blank canvas, like just brainstorm, let it out. Like what brings you joy. And like, that's where you start. That's and, what I, you're st-
0: and just start. I think yes. just starting because you're going to learn so much by taking action than yes. you ever would <laughs> by reading a book, doing a course, all that stuff. Like, yes, Thinking I think that's helpful. It, yeah. yeah. And I think that's helpful only if you follow through and take action, though. Right. And like, I think anyone that tries and tells you that like, there's only one way to be successful. Like they're just trying to sell some shit. Like there's multiple ways to success. And the only way to figure it out is like, by figuring out what your path is and being okay with pivoting and trying new things and, you know, letting things fail and realizing that it might redirect you in another opportunity.
1: No, exactly. I, just love all that. So good. We're so similar in so many ways, like, especially with the job, like just starting off with, Oh, I thought that's what I wanted to do. And went down that like societal path. And then it's like, skirt, like not at all. (laughs) What what brings me joy or anything, but like Mm -mm. how that, like, it's all meant to be in that way. Like whatever you're going through, if it's like, you know, you have no idea what you want to do. Like just start to take baby steps sometimes too, to like fill your cup, fill your joy bucket to see what lights you up and then like just go from there. Um mm-hmm. I think sometimes I like that. we try and be like, what's my purpose in life? And that's like such a daunting question, I, I feel like for some people. Because it's like you don't have just one purpose. Like, what if yeah. you have multiple purposes, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And to kind of piggyback off of what you said about finding what brings you joy and lights you up, I will go as far as to argue, I will take this to my grave. I think if you have a passion or a hobby or something that you love, you can make money doing it. Mm. Like if if you love it and it brings you joy, you can make a living off of it. And I think we there's like this mindset that's like, I can either do what I love or I can either make money. And And now you're starting to see that mesh together with some people that are living proof of doing what they love and making money doing it and making yes. a living doing mm-hmm. it. But just because it doesn't exist now doesn't mean it never will, right? There's lots of people that were like the first ones to make money doing something or bringing something. And I think that if there's, you have those gifts and those unique gifts, those unique desires, those unique passions, and you can monetize it. You can, you know, and and it's your gift that you're meant to deliver to the world. What that looks like, it might not exist right now, you know? So I think for anyone listening in, like, don't ever put yourself into a box of like, oh, well, like, you know, I love... My dog so much, yeah. and like that's like <laughs> my purpose in life. Like we're making money
1: off a of bonbon now, yeah. you know. Like, Your dog like, is like. anything did happen. Yeah. No, I <laughs> like, seriously didn't even happen. Yeah, the like. <laughs> Was it the target that you started in, or I don't know, but that one where it was like that one song, Shakira, yeah, the was Shakira. it?
0: Yeah, Shakira.
1: And I was like, this video is like, I'm obsessed. Like, you're yeah. not. I'm sure people like ask about you and like DM you
0: about Bonbon. Bonbon is getting noticed in public. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> like the deals that we went to go shoot today, those were yeah. for Bonbon. <laughs> like, oh my like god, yeah, it's so funny. But I mean, like, yeah, like the, the world is crazy. Social media provides infinite opportunities. And I think that there's so many ways that creatives and entrepreneurs can make money and it doesn't necessarily look like what it used to in the past, which is awesome. You know, it's so
1: cool. Yeah. And like, talk briefly about the financial struggles as a creator like when you first started or maybe you know right when you quit and then there was that journey of you like continuing to show up and create and COVID and and all this shit happening like were there ups and downs and oh yeah dips and I mean yeah oh Oh, yeah this is something I noticed like it's
0: something that I'm still working through is Mm -hmm. my own money mindset Mm -hmm. because there's deep-rooted beliefs that like Oh yeah, I, It always has to be a struggle to make money or that, you know, like even if I make a bunch of money, then it's all going to go away. Like I have like these BS beliefs from just like my childhood or just like lineage of beliefs of a scarcity mindset that I am still working through and constantly journeying about journaling about today I think money is that one thing that like I'm still working on for sure and not because like there's any lack of it it's like my mindset and my beliefs around it and the stories that I tell myself I even noticed like when I had like even last year like we had a really awesome big year my mind would go like what if this is a fluke Like, what if this is like, it's not going to be like this? And I'm like, why the fuck am I going there? Yeah. And like, and I think at the end of the day, like I've always been supported by money. It's always shown up. Like I've, I've always been able to pay the bills. I've always been able to live the life that I want to live. But still, my mind has those deep rooted programs. So I think working on your money mindset is super, super important in anything that you do, whether you're in a corporate career or you're an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, especially working on your money mindset, I think is so, so important. Someone that I love that I still continue to learn from, I don't know if you're familiar with her work, is Amanda Francis. She's literally like she has a book called Rich as Fuck. I mean,
1: it's like I don't, oh, I don't think I've heard of her actually. Oh, oh
0: my gosh. Like I've read that up. book like a thousand times. Um, like just her her whole message and her whole vibe around money is it's not like the typical, oh, like you have to make this and then you put this amount of savings and all of this stuff. Like her is it's all about energy. It's all about self-worth. At the end of the day. And truly, yeah. And it, it really is. And it's all around self-worth. And I notice like when I whenever I clean up my energy around money, more shows up and more comes in. And it, it's it's just crazy. Cause it's like whenever I, you know, maybe as a content creator and as an entrepreneur, I get this question all the time is it stable? Is it financially stable? Can you make a living off of it? And while I will say, especially in the beginning, It's definitely not going to look like your typical job where you're receiving the same paycheck every other week. It's not going to look like that, especially in the beginning. Um, I think that there are ways to set up your business where you do have like maybe a monthly membership or other things like that, where you do have recurring revenue. So it's pretty stable. And that's kind of like what I'm working on right now. But when you're first starting off, and especially if you're just doing brand deals or maybe UGC, you're going to get lump sum paychecks. And that's what it's going to look like. And you're maybe going to work with a brand. Maybe you have a three month retainer with them and you're working with them for three months, or maybe you do a deal and it's a really big one. Like a lot of my campaigns have been really big campaigns Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, I'm good for like three months. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I I can take on more work, Mm -hmm. but like, and I want to continue to take on more work, but like all my bills and everything will be covered, like taxes and all that stuff for like the next three months. So it's going to look different for everyone. But what I will say is that the financial stability, especially in a corporate job, is just a facade. It really is. And I think COVID and then all of the layoffs that have been happening this year are like proof. I have so many friends that have been laid off or that got furloughed for their job. And I think that the way that you attain financial stability is one, through your mindset and working on those deep rooted beliefs. And then two developing the skills and the mindset and the resilience that no matter what happens, you know, that you can land on your feet and that you can make it work. And so that's something that I have been working on. Like I feel so confident that no matter what the hell happens, I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to be able to make it through. And obviously that came with a lot of work and a lot of mindset work and a lot of journaling and a lot of meditating and all of that stuff. And looking at all my limiting beliefs and all of that shadow work. But I know at the end of the day, like, even if I had zero campaigns this month, I would still have faith that there's one decision, one right action, one opportunity that can completely change everything and completely change my situation. And just having that faith and trust and taking that aligned action will change everything. So I think the financial stability thing, like, I get that all the time. And I mean, I'm living my life. We're doing fine. We're making more money than we were in the corporate world, you know, and I'm not afraid to lose my job, (laughs) you know, like I'm not afraid that my job's going to disappear. I'm not afraid I could, because even if this landscape changes, I'm constantly growing and I'm constantly developing my skills and I'm constantly evolving. So I know that as things change, like I'm going to be able to figure out a way to monetize it and create a, a living off of it.
1: That's so true like your No it did it did it's <laughs> okay. so true just like with covid and the the lack of certainty that we all have you know have had at that mm-hmm. time and the fact that you can, you know, create really life on your terms. Like, I feel like you are mm-hmm. living proof of like really creating a life of design and not by just circumstance or, okay, well, this is what I went to school for. So I guess I'm going to, you know, be an accountant oh. or whatever it may be <laughs> like, no, like you can literally create what you want. And I know there's again, living proof more and more of that, that is, that is out there and it, it is possible.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you want to be an accountant, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. But if you're in a job and you hate it, that's a sign that that job is not for you, you know? And there are a million other ways to make money. And it's going to look scary in the beginning because of the uncertainty, right? And I think a lot of us, where there's people that either... Love it and they embrace the uncertainty, and they're like, I'm gonna sell my shit and just travel the world, and like, yep. <laughs> whatever happens, happens, you know. And then there's some people like me who, like, I need a little bit more certainty in my life. Totally. Like, I need to know yeah. that I'm gonna be able to pay the bills, I need to know that I'm gonna be able to have this stuff. And so it's just kind of like, where are you at with your level of risk? But also, are you able to stretch that a little bit more and just like try and yeah. see what happens, yeah. you know? So that's I think that's, everyone's a little bit yeah. different in that sense.
1: That's so true. Just, like, see where, where you're at with that and, like, get a little bit uncomfortable because no growth ever happens in your comfort zone. Like, ever.
0: Don't we wish it did? <laughs>
1: like, I know. I know. Like, let me just chill back do nothing. Yeah. Like, life
0: would be so easy. I'd be on the beach just, like, yeah. in the water. I mean, I'm at the beach a lot, but I mean, I would just be, like, reading my, like, like smutty yeah. romance novels yep. and just not, not making any content.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure, I don't know, but like in in the journey of like when you transitioned and now you're doing this full time and, and obviously you've grown so much, like the judgment. I mean, have you had judgment from like your personal life? People being like, why aren't you, you know, in the corporate world, like maybe when you first started, or just in general, I know online, like, trolls and well, all that shit.
0: <laughs> I would say I think the judgment that I received, like, especially, like, from anyone in my family, it was mainly around their own fears and projections of, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, but, like, you are you have such a good job, you know, and you're so stable and, like, what if you're not able to, like, get a 401k or, like, a good insurance plan yep. or, like, all <laughs> of that, you know, like, all of that stuff. So it was mainly, like, their fears projecting onto me. Um, from like my immediate family and close friends. And, and then obviously, so that was like one of those things I think I was just so unhappy in my job that like it didn't matter. I was like, I don't care. I can't, I can't yeah. keep on going on yeah. life this way. Yeah. And so I kind of hit that wall where it, I didn't really care anymore what other people were thinking about when I was leaving the corporate world, because I was like, there's absolutely no way that I'm staying here. So that was my first thing. And I I just started to kind of shut out other people's opinions that weren't living the life that I wanted. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, well, if you're not living what I think I really desire, and I want, like, I'm not going to take advice from you. Like, yeah. you, you don't have what I want. Like, why would I listen to you? And so that would be, that's kind of like my take on that when it comes to like, especially people in your family or f- close friend group, when they're projecting on you, like, just ask yourself, like, do they have the life that you want? You know? And if they, yeah. and most likely the answer is no, because if people have the life that you want, they're going to be like, fucking go for it. You know, like yes, do the damn yes. thing. They're going like, like, to encourage you. Yeah yeah and so that that's my thing especially with like close-knit fruit like friends and family and then when it and so i just kind of shut it all out and i only listen to people that either have the life like mentors audiobooks like podcasts like just like changing my mindset and really growing and then when it comes to like trolls and haters on the internet that's inevitable i think no matter what like you if you're putting yourself out there on social media you're gonna get trolls you're gonna get negative people you're gonna get haters and if you haven't gotten it yet, I mean, congrats. That's amazing. <laughs> but there's going to be a point where you either have a video that goes viral mm-hmm. enough or you have a platform that gets big enough and they just show up mm-hmm. and they, and they just want to lurk heard.
1: around like, the corner. around, They just yeah. want to
0: say mean things. And it's kind of crazy because I can't imagine, like I see stuff on the internet all of the time that I don't agree with. And the natural reaction is just to scroll past it. Yeah. Like, and just be like, okay, next, like not interested. And so for someone to actually take the time out of their day to write something mean. And I get a lot of mean comments, like just outlandish things like mean comments. And sometimes most of the time, I just started, like, I'm like, I don't care. I, I love the block button. I would just block, yes. block, yeah. block, 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 yeah. block. And you can be like, this is my little corner on the internet. Like, you're not welcome here. Yes. And so I love the block button. But then there are some things that really kind of piss me off. <laughs> like, and they make me mad. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a, because I'm feeling sassy sometimes. You just catch me on the wrong time of the month or what. Mm-hmm. But there's like sometimes, and it, I think it's especially when – People like to like say things about my body and Mm -hmm. comment about my body. And I think it's because I've had so, I've done so much work because I, I've hated my body like my entire life, you know? So I've done so much work on like loving and accepting and appreciating my body. So when someone says something about that, it still, I think triggers up some like emotions. And I also think that there's just no, there's no punishment for like bad behavior or bullying on the internet. And Mm. so I've started for fun, (laughs) just started to like do response videos to some Mm. of the trolls and like educating them kind of like, like like giving them like some tough love, but like doing response videos, telling them why their comment is toxic and why those types of comments, like how they negatively affect women, how so many women are, you know, hating their bodies because of comments like this and because of people like this and all that stuff. And not necessarily to like, Put them like put them down, but like honestly, kind of give them a little bit of taste of their own medicine, just a little bit, <laughs> and to just teach them a lesson that your comments do have impact and they do affect people, and there are people at the end of the screen on the, at the end of the day, and a lot of the times I've noticed that they end up deleting their comment mm. when I do that, and I'm like, okay, if if. I can do that. And it's not about deleting your comment, but maybe you think twice before you're mean to someone else. Yeah. You know, maybe Mm. you think twice before you just like throw a paint on someone else. And I think just doing that, like makes me feel a little bit better on responding to those. But I would say that's only like 5% of the time that I've done that. Like, you know, most of the time I just block it out because it really is a projection of them. Like for someone to take time out of their day to write something mean, like they have to be in a really sad place
1: and a really dark place, you know?
0: But it doesn't mean that when you're on the other side of it, like words hurt. Like people can say really mean shit, you know? And I think that's where at the end of the day, like working on yourself and knowing who you are. Because when it really hurts, it's because there's something inside of you that's either insecure, that's not confident, that has something to heal. And so Mm -hmm. when you feel triggered by someone's comment, I think looking in and seeing like, where's the internal work that I can do to like work on that myself. And so that's like, when I talk about my body, like I know that there's wounds and triggers, which is why it triggers me, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that you can do, but I think doing the inner work is the most important and knowing that at the end of the day, like they have their own shit that they need to heal.
1: Always at the end of the day, like you said, it's just them projecting, you know, their own light and sadness, you know, that that they have in their life. And that's the only way they feel significant, you know, yeah. maybe for them.
0: Yeah. And I will say one other thing that I feel like no matter what, like when you're showing up on the internet, and especially if you are really just embracing your your full authentic self and you're showing up just as who you are, mm-hmm. there's going to be people that are really attracted to you and there's going to be people that are repelled by you and that mm-hmm. don't agree with your beliefs and your viewpoints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is okay. Like, it, And it took me a long time because you kind of like, you want to be liked by everyone, you know? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like I just want to be yeah. liked and loved and accepted by everyone. but. I think the more that I just embrace, like I am not everyone's cup of tea and that is okay. Like when you can let that go and, and stop showing up and trying to like use it as like validation for who you are and just be like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to find my people and the people that I'm meant to reach, that I'm meant to help, that I'm meant to connect with. And if you don't vibe with me, that's okay. Letting go of that attachment is so freeing. Because then you yes. stop doubting yourself. You yes. stop thinking like, oh, is this going to offend someone? You're like, I don't care. It's yeah. a, what I believe in is my viewpoint.
1: Yeah. Not everyone likes Rocky Road. Not, you know, some people yeah, exactly. Like you're not everyone's flavor. And oh, that de- like you just hit it spot on. Of like, It really, I feel like brings a freedom within you that you just feel lighter and that you can just show up exactly how you want, like with the mm-hmm. people that you love, but you can just do that anytime. Absolutely. Well, one of these days we are meeting in person, like when I'm back in California, let's definitely set up, I don't know, something to hang out. I know last time it (laughs) didn't work. Um, But share with people where they can meet you like your content is just uh, brings like always high energy to to my life to my days. So where can everyone find you?
0: Oh, thank you. So literally everywhere, all over the internet. It's just my first (laughs) and last name, Tori Nishino, T-O-R-I-N-I-S-H-I-N-O, Nishino.com, Tori Nishino on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram. Just my name because, you know, I I didn't want to overthink it and like put myself in a box with anything after that. So it's just my name anywhere that you want to find me. I don't currently have any type of like offerings or like online courses, but it is something that I want to offer for, for aspiring creators. So if there are people listening that are interested in becoming a content creator or a digital creator, just know, just follow me and just know yeah. that those announcements will happen down the road.
1: Beautiful. And if there was one thing that you want someone to take away from our chat today and just like remember and like bring into their heart, what would, what would you say?
0: Oh, this is a good one. I would say, I mean, coming from a generator,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would say do, do the thing that brings you joy and, and try to figure out how to do it every single day, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you look at it and you're like, how would this ever work out for me to make a living off of? Just trust that mm. if you take aligned action and you're having fun and you're doing the things that you love, Like, you're gonna work hard no matter what, right? Like, do the thing, you might as well do the thing that you love. And if you take those actions and those aligned actions, like, opportunities will happen. The universe, God, whatever you believe in, will put things in your life that you never could have imagined. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the high vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend. So more women can find this podcast for more on me, visit Torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name until next time, friends live your high vibe life.